Coast to coast, nonstop action. This is the premier source for National Hockey League news. Scores, highlights, and the Anaheim Ducks. It's time to light the lamp with Alexis Downing. Welcome to Light the Lamp here on Duck Stream. And today we have a special episode because Simon Benoit is joining me in the Paul Korea studio right now. Simon, welcome to the studio. How are you doing? Great, great. Thank you for having me. <laughs> How's it been since the season has ended and things are kind of settling down now? I mean, it's always like a weird week. You know, you go at the rink every day usually and you're always on the ice. And now we're just uh, cooling down a little bit. And I'm just been packing for the last couple of days to be uh, to go back home. So that's it. And as we were just talking before this started, you make that drive all the way back to Montreal, Laval area. Yep. How long of a drive is that? It's technically like 42 hours nonstop. Oof. So, yeah, it's a, it's a hike. <laughs> now, why do you drive exactly? Um, I have to drive because of my dogs. I have two dogs and one is too big to be on the plane. Mm. And the other one is a little psychopath. So I don't think I can bring <laughs> him on the plane either. So yeah, we have to drive for them, but it makes it fun. It makes a little trip out of it. Absolutely. A little bit of a, uh, the summer drive across the country. You get to see a lot of different places around the yeah. United States too. Exactly. Yeah. We, uh, it's my fifth time doing it this year. So usually our stops are like my girlfriend really likes Utah, so always stop in Utah. I I personally like Val, so we mm. always do Utah and then Val, and then after that it's Nebraska. We never stop in Nebraska. <laughs> not much to stop <laughs> not, for there. Not, not, not much to stop. Uh, and then uh, we're just trying to cruise and like fly by Chicago and trying to reach uh, Montreal in like five days, five mm -hmm. six days. So, do, yeah. do you like to hike at all? Is that why yep. you, Utah and Colorado are some of the stops? Well, we do love to hike and like we're really like uh, outdoory people. Like mm -hmm. we love nature, but with the dogs and all our stuff in the car, we we can't really stop and leave our car in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. I would feel like yeah, weird leaving all, all your stuff yeah, there. Yeah, in my car like come back with no wheels on my car and nothing, <laughs> <laughs> no no clothes anything. <laughs> and with the dog, it's on the it's not always easy. So we're just trying like to do like little pit stop. Like if we have something to to see, like Michael Fran always try to um, find a like stop so we can stop and makes everything like gas and then uh, make a little uh, pit stop for the dogs so they can move their legs a little bit because <laughs> they're just like in a little uh, like they have like their little bed and it's like because the car is packed they're just like literally on top of each other <laughs> so we're just trying to give them a break sometimes. What kind of dogs do you have? So the older one, uh, he's a black lab, mm -hmm. but he's like mixed. So he's a little bit bigger. It's like a hundred pound. And then the little one is, he's a little bastard. Like we don't really know what he is. <laughs> he's, um, they say he's like a mixed terrier, um, with something else. He has a little like mustache. And, Aww. Like, yeah. and so. you mentioned you got one of them out here in Orange yeah. County. Yeah. Well, um, the older one, we had it for quite a bit. And then last year, um, Rico's uh, wife, she takes care of like a um, a shelter or like a rescue program, and so we we told them we can like foster dogs during the year for her, and then uh, we did that for a bit, and then if we said like if we find a dog that we like, we might just keep him, mm -hmm. and then at some point we just uh, we just saw like Bourbon in their program, so we went to uh, to see him. His name is Bourbon. Oh, and then uh, we we took him in, and then we. We liked him, so <laughs> no, he's uh, he won't like 
he won't live without us. I think he mm-hmm. just looks at us every single minute, <laughs> <laughs> even when <Aww>. we sleep. <laughs> How is it being a dog dad during the hockey season? Being away from them. I mean, when I'm on when I'm on the road, like my girlfriend takes care of them. Mm-hmm. But for sure, when I come back, uh, I go for little walks in the morning, and uh, I try to uh, make them uh, move for sure. Like especially the little one, he needs to exercise a lot. So I'm just trying to mix and find a little balance and routine through all my uh, my naps and my uh, <laughs> my games and stuff. But yeah, it's pretty fun. And they go to the beach. They go to the beach. Uh, the big one loves water. He goes in the water. The little, oh. the little one, he just like tries to follow the other one. <laughs> uh, we've been a couple of times in uh, Huntington Beach. They have a big like uh, mm-hmm. dog beach there. It's pretty fun. But um, yeah, I mean they're just hanging. <laughs> Well, let's talk a little bit about your background and go back to the beginning for when hockey started for you. I mean, obviously growing up in Canada, it's the sport there, but yeah. how did you get started playing hockey? I mean, I have a big brother and he he played, so I always tried to follow his footstep. Um, so I, like, he would never give me chances. Never, <laughs> never, never. I would get so rattled. But yeah, no, I mean, he started playing and so I, I wanted to do everything like him. And we started going outside just like, as a kid, like, I remember I started on like those like um, two blade skates, you know, when you put little boots in and then mm-hmm. have two blades. Um, didn't know how to turn or skate backwards. I was just going forward and hitting every boards I can hit. <laughs> and then from there, I just continued growing my game and never back down, I guess. Who was your biggest supporter as you were growing up playing hockey? I mean, we have a big tight family. I mm-hmm. mean, my dad and my mom are really supportive. And they never put me like pressure on my game. I'm just like, hey, if you want to stop, you don't like hockey, or that's fine with us. You know, we're we're just putting you there because you like it, and we want you to move and have fun. And it's just, I mean, I would say them, mm-hmm. but my brother, like, towards like where I turn more like professional, or when I turn like junior, he's been a big help too. Like, I mean, they're, they're watching all my games and they're just supporting me, which I really appreciate. What position did your brother play? He's a forward. He played forward, so, I mean. <laughs> Those battles, I'm sure, were, were yeah. good. <laughs> I mean, it was always, like, uh, at first I thought he always wanted me to be goalie. Okay. And I didn't want to be goalie. <laughs> and then it started to be just one-on-ones on the street, so I was default the D-man, mm-hmm. and I just followed that path. So, yeah, he was a forward. I was the D-man. Did you try playing goalie at all? Um, Not really. I mean, who wants to get Hitbox all the time. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Did you have a favorite team growing up? I mean, going in Montreal, it's hard to say. <laughs> yeah, Montreal, I was going to yeah. say, yeah. A favorite player? I grew up like where Piki Subban was like, mm. on top there. Uh, so I would say Piki Subban when I grew up. Do you take any of his style advice now that he gives out? <laughs> or are you a more of a simple guy? I'm a more simple guy. I mean, like I'm a defensive player and he wasn't. I mean, he was flashy and everything and I'm far from flashy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, he, I just like to watch him, but I don't think I'm trying to be in his footstep. What about off the ice? Like his clothing style too? Oh, yeah. That's the- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think he's going like a bit more flashy than I am. Like mm-hmm. I said, I'm a little conservative guy i like my simple stuff um, but he does a lot of good outside the idol like i remember he did a big um, donation to the hospital of montreal which is great helping down there and he still have a big um, link back there people loves him there so good for him 
So you were telling me a little bit too about growing up in the Montreal area, how big the outdoors is and how you mentioned you love being outside too. So a lot of lakes in the area. You mentioned the skiing to me before this as well too, but do you still get to do those types of things in the off season, go fishing and golfing and all of that too? Now it's more golf. Okay. I'm a big time golfer now. But for sure, like, uh, we have family up north, so uh, I always try to get uh, around the lakes a couple of times. And my girlfriend lives, like, more well, – she lives where I play junior. It's it's called Shawinigan, and it's, it's like, a little city in the forest. Mm. So there's a lot of lakes, a lot of, like, little hikes. And, uh, yeah, I try to be outdoors as much as I can, take some fresh air. You mentioned Shawinigan, and yeah. you spent three seasons there growing your game and then eventually coming to – the Ducks organization, but where did that junior level start for you? Being going to Shawinigan and going and playing there and deciding that was the path that you wanted to take. I mean, I never had like that. Like, uh, I mean, all kids dream of playing in a national, mm-hmm. but I never been like the I wouldn't say like the best player in town. Like I always been like the just a hardworking kid and just. He's there, he's there, he does his things, and that's it. And But I think that's what's brought me up to here. Because when I had my first camp in Shawinigan, I was I got drafted like 129th overall, like eighth round. And I remember my GM, he told me, like, I wasn't supposed to make the team the first year. Like, uh, but getting there, they saw my work ethic, and they they like how I worked and how I played the, just a simple game, and they just decided to give me a chance as the uh, eighth defenseman. So, like, I wasn't supposed to play, like, a lot of games. But I had a couple good balance, couple like good balance, couple of players got hurt, unfortunately for them. Mm-hmm. But I took that chance and I, I made my spot, and then uh, the rest is just I'm I'm here now. So, did you use that as a motivation when you began playing in Shawinigan, just to be motivated to you know get a spot and just make it make the most of it too? Yeah. Well. Uh, when I arrived back home, it's called like Major AAA. Uh, I remember my first year I got there. Uh, I got cut from there, and then I got cut from Midget Espoir. It's like how we call it back then. And mm-hmm. I, I ended up called Midget AA. So usually when you ended up Midget AA, like, you don't really like go further. Mm-hmm. You just play for fun, and that's it. And so for me, going back there, working my, my butt off, just to get back to Midget AAA, which I did, uh, helped me just forge like a work ethic and just be like never giving up. And then when, once I reached that first camp of uh, in the queue, um, I just kept that same same mindset. Like, hey, I have like one chance to make it here. Like, might as well just go for it. And that camp, I was like in probably the most in shape. I was just out in, and like I said, they they like the, my personality and stuff. And I just made team. But yeah. Like working hard is not, uh, it's something that I've always been doing and always will. So. Where does that come from? It's just, is it who you are? Yeah, I think it's who I am. Like I'm, I never like a 25% guy. If I do something, it's going to be like a hundred to 120%, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like name it, not even just in sport. Like in, if I find something interesting, I'm just going to do it heads down and trying to be the best in it. And I think that kind of then goes into how you found your journey to being here in Anaheim as well. Beginning as an undrafted player, 
getting that rookie camp tryout, then getting that AHL camp tryout, making the team in San Diego. What was that process like for you? Uh, grind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I so said, like just being invited and making the AHL team was a big thing. And then it was Dallas back then and my first coach there. And he, I mean, I think the same way he liked the way I work. Mm-hmm. But they decided to give me a chance, and it was Bummer as well. He liked that little, like, physical defenseman. So they gave me a shot, and I just took it. I mean, I just worked, 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 worked. And then things just started switching my for me, and I just kept going, growing as a player and as a person. And this year was my first uh, real uh, season. What was the thing that, when you were down in San Diego, you worked the most on? Um, I'm sure a couple of different aspects in your game, but what was something that you tried to hone in on? I mean, when you turn pro, I mean, the big thing is speed and execution. Mm-hmm. Like everything is fast and you have to be like dialed in on your passes and everything. You make your decision quicker because if you don't reach that little like level of fastness like on, in your game, you're always going to be like a step behind. So you always have to be ready a step, for, uh, a step forward. And then from there, you can actually like, play a better game because if you're always late in your game it's hard to just match up better players and stuff so for me i think that was the biggest um like thing i had to work on just my execution and the the way i thought of on the ice so i had to be just quicker Mm -hmm. i think quicker so your nhl debut was against the kings of all teams for the ducks to be playing it was against the kings can you think back to that day and when you found out that that was going to be the game what were the emotions like excited nervous scared (laughs) happy um i don't even remember my game i was just in the moment i remember like my mom just my dad and just told me like just just enjoy it like Mm -hmm. it's maybe gonna be your last game maybe it's gonna be your only game like you don't know just just enjoy it make the best of it and that's it and i i barely remember my game like I, (laughs) i was just like all right. I had to go watch the film for yeah. it, maybe. <laughs> exactly. The only thing I didn't want is to step on the puck on my rookie lap. That was the, <laughs> the, the only thing I remember. Don't step on the puck. <laughs> Were your family members at the game? Unfortunately not. It was like during COVID. Mm-hmm. And like uh, they're working and stuff. And it was like complicated with like all the protocols and stuff. So no, they missed it. But I, I, I made a couple more games just for, for them to come see me here. So. Well, fast forward then to your first goal in the NHL against the Sabres. Yep. Do you remember that moment? <laughs> I remember that moment. I remember that the puck barely even crossed the line. <laughs> Didn't even touch the net, but a goal is a goal. Eh? So yeah, I remember that moment. I was pretty happy. The guys were pumped. Who was the first person you talked to after the game about that moment? Do you remember? I'm trying to think. I mean, I don't remember. Girlfriend, there. I don't know. Probably like my parents. I always call my parents. Mm-hmm. I'm on the phone with them like every day, every single day, just FaceTime. Still chatting with them. <laughs> Still chatting. <laughs> I'm sure they're excited for you to come home. Oh yeah, oh yeah, big time. <laughs> See, I'm going home right now. I'm. We're just like uh, going back to my parents' place because we we're looking for, to buy something, so we didn't feel like renting. We're just going back to my parents' place, and my mom's so pumped. I think <laughs> she's so excited. I'm gonna make you meals. Gonna oh. be at home. Like oh god. <laughs> Is your mom a good cook? Yes, she's a good cook. That's awesome. She's a healthy cook. so It'll keep you in shape for yeah, the summer. exactly. <laughs> well, I have to ask, too, going from Laval and Montreal to Southern California, was it a culture shock for you? What was your thoughts on 
coming here? Not really. I mean, like California is pretty like I would say not like back home, but they're really like open minded and it's it's really like easy going. So I feel like it hasn't been a, much of a like cultural shock, like you say. The only thing around Christmas, there's no snow, so that that time is kind of mm-hmm. weird. It's always fun to see some snow, but right now it's palm trees and beach, so we're, we're, I won't complain. <laughs> now I saw that you had surf lessons at one point. I wouldn't say lessons. <laughs> I mean, I was trying to surf, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, I went on on the beach a couple of times with uh, with my friends back in San Diego. Uh, we tried to surf, but I, I'm scared of sharks, so mm. I wasn't going further. I think that my hips. I was just like taking the last couple of waves there. <laughs> so no surfing in your future then. No, no, no surfing. <laughs> I'll do snowboard, but not not uh, not surf. <laughs> and save that for after hockey's over too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, having been in San Diego, I mean, you've gotten to know a lot of the guys in the organization yeah. now. Being up with the Ducks, your first full season now. How much do those relationships help you? You know, when you're at the NHL level too, being around some of the guys still. I mean, we had like probably like six, seven guys that made it here mm-hmm. from that first year in the uh, with the Gauls. And they all came here a little bit before me. So for me coming here after knowing some guys always like it helped because like it wasn't like a new, completely new environment. Like I knew some of the guys uh, and the team is so close that like during like training camps and stuff, you get to know some people. So, I mean, that helped. It's always like, I would say comforting to know some people mm-hmm. and you're less like lost. So if you have some question, you just, you're not shy to ask because you've been with those guys for two, three years down there. So that was nice. It was a good thing. And having the comfort too, maybe um, with some of the other French Canadian players too, yeah. is do you guys have like a special relationship or you can, you're able to speak French? <laughs> I mean, Frenchies are Frenchies, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say we always have a little like a soft spot in our hearts uh, for Frenchies. But when I got here, Dela was here, and he's a great dude. So he's a funny guy too, and he helped like a lot for sure because like he always, he always there for players, and him being French um, helped. So looking at this season in the NHL, I mean, you were the second most minutes on the ice on the defensive end, playing seventy eight games this year. How was it for you completing this season just physically and, you know, emotionally going through the entire season? I mean, I think it was like a learning year. Like like I said, it was my first full year. Last year, I I played most of the game. It was like, Mm -hmm. I think it was 50-something. And when you have a break every three games, it gives your body a little little rest. But this year, I haven't got a lot of break, and I played way more than I did last year. So I think that was just a more like a – learning season as like how to manage my body how to play my game so i can be at the top of my game every every game and it was for sure like an adjustment but it was fun i always take challenge uh my open arms so i think that was fun and i think i grew a lot i improved my game a lot and i'll be ready for next year that's for sure now one of those aspects that has stood out to me in particular is your physical game too i mean you squared up with Tom Wilson earlier in the season. It, that tenacious mindset, where does that come from for you? I have no clue because my <laughs> parents are so mellow and they like <laughs> they don't want anything to do with like fights and stuff. And mm-hmm. my mom always like not happy when I do fight. But I think it's just part of my game. Like I know my game. I respect my game. 
and I know what I have to do. I have a physical game, so for sure, if I want to keep playing that way, sometimes I have to back up my actions. I'm not a dirty player, but I, if I hit someone pretty hard, and I mean, I would have to like drop the gloves sometimes, and I understand that part about my game. But yeah, it doesn't come from my parents, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and as far as the team too, I think it kind of sets an example that someone on this team is able to step up and play in that role because the Ducks haven't necessarily, you know, had that. And mm -hmm. it seems that you have kind of filled that role, at least mm -hmm. in this past season. I mean, yeah, well, I mean, S S Sammy Carrick, I mean, yeah, he can mm -hmm. fight too. He, he's not scared to square off as well. Uh, but for sure, I mean, like when you play those big teams, uh, sometimes you just have to... Uh, play in their way as well if you have to get like respect from the other team as well and i mean when you go into the playoffs you can see it like right now it's just like it's it's a man game. <laughs> i mean like you go in the corner and you just battle 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 and then you, tension goes up and then sometimes just like, you have to drop the glove something gets like done to your younger players or your top players and it's like a dirty play so you have to step up for those guys and especially like for us we're a younger team right so i think it's important for us to uh, keep our grounds so. This season, you were paired with Kevin Shattenkirk a bit, no. changing around a little bit throughout the year, but playing alongside him, what was the chemistry like between you guys? I mean, Shady was my first D partner when I, I got called up here and last year, I, I would always play with him and he's a great guy. I mean, uh, he, he talks a lot. Uh, he talked a lot to me like during the games and like after games to help me, to help me like, uh, like see plays differently. And he's more offense and I'm more defense. And I think we just complete each other well. Like I said, he's a great dude. So I think it's just, I like to play with him. At the end of the season, you were switched over to the right side for a little bit. Is that an area that you feel comfortable with in your game? Yeah. I mean, I played right side my whole uh, first year in San Diego. Mm -hmm. It's just like a different, it's just different aspects. Like for me, I think it's easier on the ozone to be on the right side because you can get on your forehand way easier and faster. But it's more difficult when you go get the pucks in your D zone because you're always on your back end. So it's just like a different way to approach and you always have to move your feet because let's say you get over at the blue line, pass from your other D partner, you don't see where it's, what's coming because it's in your blind, blind side, right? Mm -hmm. So you always have to move your feet. So it's just a different mindset, but it's, it's fun. It's just a different game. When you were on the road traveling this year, what is your favorite thing to do? to kind of relax and get, you know, adjusted to being in the different time zones, depending on where you're at. Yeah, well, depending on what we have, but we, when we have the morning, um, me and Sylvie, uh, I, mean, I would always find coffees and then I know uh, a couple of coffee shop. I know Sylvie's always up early. Mm. So uh, he, we took the, uh, the habit of just finding little coffee spots and going there and trying out some, uh, some places. So around the around the US I have a couple of good coffee shops now. <laughs> it's funny because I would say that our Duck Stream team are all pretty big coffee people. So yeah. you might have to share some of those with I us. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a favorite kind of coffee? Um, Ice coffee, hot coffee, lattes. Hot coffee. I like lattes. Um, I mean Shanker uh, <laughs> is starting to get me into those poor coffees, just black coffee, trying to different uh, type of roasts. Uh, I'm not there yet. I'm just trying some some stuff. But I'm a big latte guy. I like milk. <laughs> <laughs> do you make your coffee at home? Do you have a yeah. special machine or anything? Yeah, no. I just do right now. I'm just do. Uh, I just do French press. Uh, okay. I, I grind my own by hand every morning, and I just do a French press. 
uh, it's easier. I mean, I always have to pack my stuff, so I just mm-hmm. try to keep my uh, my stuff as simple as I can. So a little French press, a little grinder, that's it. Maybe something you can continue to work on in the summertime, in the off season. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> what other things are you looking forward to in this off season? Just relaxing, as you mentioned, going back to see your parents and the travel across the United States as well, yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, the off season is always the time to uh, take care of the body. Mm-hmm. I mean, I play a physical game, so I always take have I always need to take a little bit of time off to let my body heal a bit. Um, and then after it's right back to training, working on my, uh, little weaknesses, make sure all my little muscles are strong back again. And then, uh, from there, just being ready for next year. It's, it's a, it's a long off season, but at the same time, it's so quick when you're mm-hmm. in it, you're working out, you're skating every day. You're just, it's quick. I'll, I'll feel like I'll be back here in tomorrow. <laughs> you know? And you've been with the organization for a number of years now too. So you, you know how that off season yeah. rolls and everything, but after this first full year, full season, what is something in your game that you're going to be looking to work on as well? I mean, always try to work on your weaknesses for sure. Uh, for sure, like being more offensive can be like a good add up to my game. But I know it's not really my game. Mm-hmm. So just for me, like trying to keep uh, working on my hands and my passing and stuff, just being sharp on those areas. And then from there, I think it's just like, during the games there's just some of the little details that doesn't really need like practice to work on it's more like just making sure you do the details during the games so i'll probably look back at my game and say okay oh, i need to be like more uh, better around the net like more physical around the net be more uh, like mean you know making sure like i box out and all those stuff and from there it's just improving are you watching any of the playoffs now or do you like to, okay. I was just say, do you like to reset or you, you like enjoy watching the playoffs too? I mean, playoff hockey is the best hockey. You can it is. Watch. <laughs> it's, it's just, it goes back to that old time hockey. It's, mm-hmm. it's greedy. It's, it's not, I wouldn't say dirty, but it's just a greedy game. It's mm-hmm. so nice to play the players. You see like the real players there who the ones that are going to just drive through it and the one just going to disappear. And it's so nice to see what, when you have like good battles, are any of your former teammates maybe in your younger years of playing playing around the nhl too well muzzy's in the playoff right now right he's a panthers um other than that we have uh, johnny johnny Klingby. Mm -hmm. he's uh, with me now so (laughs) i keep an eye on those guys well hey simon thank you so much for joining us in the studio today here on light the lamp oh you're welcome thank you for having me This is an Anaheim Ducks original production on Duck Stream.